Hey, this is Andy from Team Ryan Frank. Do you ever feel like your life is in a constant state of busyness? Well, you're not alone. On today's edition of the Ryan Frank Podcast, we're going to be taking a look at the problem of busyness in our life and what can be done to slow life down. Let's get to it. Hello, and welcome to the Ryan Frank Podcast, helping you think, work, and create like never before. What is the cost of busyness in our life? Hey, take a look inside your heart. And maybe you just need to literally hit pause right now uh, and just examine your heart. Examine, look at your calendar. Look at your schedule. You know, Corey Ten Boom, one of the heroes of the faith, said that if the devil can't make you bad, he'll make you busy. And I think a lot of us are just way too busy. We're way too busy and we, are, we neglect the important things in our life. We've allowed ourselves to get way too busy because we're trying to keep up with the people next door because we want to look we want to look good on Instagram or Facebook because we think that our value is equivalent to how busy we are that that we have forgotten the most important things in life like like having a solid marriage, like connecting with my kids one-on-one and spending some time with them which is how kids really uh, most kids really feel that love is is they equivalent it to time spent. Um, we have forgotten the the magic of dreaming and thinking and you know in praying because we have allowed ourselves to be so busy. Why do people seem to value busyness? You know what? I think um, we are all wired by God to feel significant. And um, we, but the problem is where we find that significance. So there's nothing wrong with wanting to be significant. Uh, that goes back to Adam and Eve. The problem is we often try to find that significance in the appraisal or the approval, is a better word, of people. And so we are craving the approval of people. We assume that to be approved and to be noteworthy. We've got to be busy and we place our significance on our schedule. The problem is that those listening with gray hair who have lived a few more years can tell us that being busy does not at all bring happiness. In fact, remember the quote Socrates said to beware of the barrenness of a busy life. Beware of the barrenness of a busy life. And we are so busy we are busy with work. We are busy with extracurriculars. We're busy running here and there. And we look at our kids and they're just as busy. And so if there's ever a topic that is practical for people today in families, it is busyness. And if there's an area where we can help as church leaders, it is helping them navigate the busyness of their Monday through, it's not Monday through Friday anymore, it's Monday through Sunday the busyness of running here, there, here, there, here, there, and helping them realize that significance does not come from the approval of people. It doesn't come from how busy I am or how busy I appear to be. It actually comes from much deeper places that are found within. What's the better way to live than just being busy? The better way to live is to find my significance in who I am and who our family is. 
and it's going to look different for every family. It's going to look different for your family than it is mine because we all have different contexts, right? I don't know your context, and that's one of the things that I, I love and I hate about social media is social media it keeps us all so well connected and we know what's going on in each other's lives. I hate it because we it's so easy to judge people on social media and you have no idea of context. And so the where you what's going to be much better than being busy is where we really wrestle with as a family, as a, as individual members of a family, this is who I am. This is who we are. This is God's plan for my life. This is God's plan for our family. And then we are going to pursue that passionately. And when I begin to pursue that passionately, yes, I may be busy or I may not be busy. I may have a busy season. I may have an off season. It's going to look different for everybody. And I'm not going to judge anybody because I am pursuing not what you think I should be doing or what I'm, how I'm worried about appearing on Instagram or Facebook. Or it's not because I'm trying to keep up with the Joneses next door. Is that we are pursuing what God wants for our life. And so as ministry leaders, one of our greatest tasks, help kids, help mom, help dad become acutely self-aware of what God, how God has wired them, what God wants them to do, right? And then pursue that passionately. How does the church help families fight busyness? Here's the thing. If we don't help them, now at the end of the day, it comes down to everyone's personal relationship with the Lord, but this is one of the great opportunities that we have as church leaders, as pastors, as ministry leaders, is we are helping walk people and guide people into the truth and in their walk with the Lord. If we don't help them recognize the significance that they have in Christ, right, and they are not trying to fulfill those areas of their life that only the Lord can fulfill with being busy. If we don't help them do that, they're going to be busy with tennis and they're going to be busy with soccer and basketball and gym and piano and, and homework. And, and I don't get home from work and daycare till nine o'clock. And then we've got to go do this and that. And th these families are going to be crazy busy. And it literally is crazy busy. It's crazy. So, um, and then here's the thing. We also got to help them. And, we, and I know we've talked about screen time in previous conversations. But we got to help them too because what happens, we, we have our downtime and what do we do for our downtime? We get in front of a screen, right? Which scares me a little bit and is equally as dangerous. So we've got to help parents navigate this. So a couple of random thoughts and these are purely random. Number one, I've got to teach people to keep God first in everything, to keep God first in everything. Instead of teaching people, do this, do this, do this, don't do this, don't do this, don't do this. If I'll teach kids, if I'll teach parents, if I'll teach people to keep God first in everything and to filter every decision, even decisions as to are we going to go there, are we going to participate in this, if we filter it through the grid of keeping God first, that God is a priority, that's going to make a lot of my decisions. As parents, I've, we've got, I've got to protect my marriage first and foremost after my walk with the Lord. That's first and foremost. Then my marriage. And so that's going to help me decide what do we, what kind of activities are we going to participate in? Are kids going to do this? Are we going to go here? Are we going to take this trip? If I am running like mad 
and I'm chasing this passion and I'm doing this over here and I've got this over here and I'm trying to make money over here and I've got my kids in this and my kids in this and my kids in this all at the at the sake of my of my marriage and my my marriage is hurting then I'm in trouble so I've got to protect my marriage pray I mean we, let's what would happen if we just really taught families to pray and and I'm not just talking about praying for missionaries praying for kids uh, that need food. I'm not just talking about praying for people that have cancer. All that is important. But what about even praying in the very practical things of life and in the scheduling things of life? God, do you want us to do this? Lord, do you want our kids to do this? Do you want us to take this trip? Do you want us to spend our time over here? I have a feeling that if you pass, if you really purposefully prayed and got on your face for the Lord, that he would give you some leadership and direction in that. Teach parents how to set priorities. Not, I'm not teaching them the priorities. I'm teaching them the biblical principles of how to set priorities, right? Um, and part of the priorities that I'm teaching my parents is, you know, how to build margin into your life. There's something we all desperately need, Jane. It's margin. In our busy digital world that we live in, where we are running here and there. Um, when we have downtime, we immediately pick up our phone. We, we, hit, we, we grab the remote. We have forgotten the magic of margin. And kids need margin in their life. Teenagers need margin in their life. Parents need margin in their life. Pastors need margin in their life. Business leaders need margin in their life. Educators need margin. Yeah, I think you get my point. We have forgotten the magic of margin, okay? We allow ourselves to get so busy that we don't have time to think, we don't have time to dream, we don't have time to imagine, we don't have time to build, we don't have time to create, we don't have time to spend with our creator because we're so busy. So what can I do as a pastor, as a ministry leader, to help families with their priorities, teaching the biblical principles of setting priorities, teaching them the biblical principle of margin and of rest, teaching them to put God first in their life, teaching them to pray. See, it's not all about necessarily teaching them, well, you need to only have your kids involved in two things a week, or you need to make sure you're not gone more than three nights a week. You know, not, nobody knows the context of what's going on. What I'm better off to do as a parent, as a, or sorry, as a ministry leader, is teach the principles the principle of keeping God first, the principle of seeking God in my decision-making, the principle of putting my marriage first, the principle of teaching my kids to walk with the Lord, the principle of teaching kids to influence those that are around them, the teaching them the principle of rest and margin. And when I teach that stuff on a consistent basis, people are going to, if they listen, people are going to have a much better job balancing the busyness. This episode of the Ryan Frank Podcast has ended, but be sure to subscribe for more productivity and life hacks to help you stay on the leading edge. And if you like what you heard, please rate this podcast with five stars. Thanks so much and talk to you next time.